Once upon a time, there was a podcast that went for 25 episodes. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, and, and TV shows, in addition to kind of whatever. <laughs> Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Jimmy Uthie, joined by my co-host, the tethered version of Holden Sutter. <laughs> I'm here! <laughs> we've, we've got a great show for you this week, featuring our review of the highly anticipated It Chapter 2, Is It Better Than Us? <laughs> You'll find <Yeah>. out. <laughs> I'm excited to hear if you guys can understand what I was saying. Booyah! That one First, Holden, we gotta play some toms. Oh boy! The toms, the toms, the toms, the toms. Toms is a rapid-fire game in which we rate the news from this week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Broca, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Broca is the highest rating, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Holden, let's get started. Oh boy, let's do it, Jimmy. Joker is coming out October 4th, Holden. Is it? But it debuted premiered at the Venice Film Festival Film Festival where it also won the Golden Lion the top award mm-hmm. of the Venice Film Festival Roma and the Shape of Water were the last two winners of it oh. both <laughs> one was the best picture the other one probably should have been as well <laughs> um Holden do you think Joker will win an Oscar Probably will get nominated. Probably will get nominated for some. Do you think it will it will win an I think, Oscar? I think there's a solid chance it could win an Oscar. Uh, I mean, coming from someone who has definitely seen the movie already, um, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, I think I forgot that we had seen it already. Yeah, we have. <laughs> it's very good. Um, the the movie. Uh, based on everything I've read and by these clues and whatnot, I think there's a solid chance it could win something. Maybe just like a screenplay award or something, but I think there's a solid chance. Um, Olden, will we like Joker? Uh, well, Which I, we have seen. Did we like I, Joker? I already <laughs> like Joker, and I'm sure I will like it when I see it again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I like Joker. Um, I'm not sure. I'm Like I've said, I'm a little... Uh, you know, I'm trying to keep expectations low, even though a lot of people seem to like it. That way, I can only be, you know, pleasantly surprised. It's too late for me. I think my expectations are too high, so <laughs> let's hope I'm not disappointed. All right. I'm going to give that a broca. I'm going to give it a broca as well. I want this movie to be good so badly. Yeah. Same here. And it is, because we've already seen it. It went from a joke at the beginning of our podcast, joking about how we thought it was uh, going to be kind of not good. To now being a very anticipated film. And who's laughing now? <laughs> you can say that again, said Robert De Niro. That was Robert De Niro. <laughs> Good impression. <laughs> that, was me. that was my Robert De Niro. <laughs> Spot on. No, oh, Rob, you can leave. You can leave now. I'll oh. see you later, guys. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Everybody. Let's hear it for Robert De Niro, everyone. Good job, Robert. 
Uh, you can come back anytime, Rob. Oh, he's already gone. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give that a Broca, like I said. You already said that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Robert De Niro comes in. I get, you know, I forgot that we'd seen it, too. So give me a break, Holden. <laughs> I walked into the wrong apartment building again for the third time. Did you time. really? Oh, my yeah. God. The third time. I was looking at my phone. I, I was following the end of the Colts game. It's the beginning of the NFL season, Holden. I know you were really excited about it. This generation, I tell you what, all <laughs> Always on their phones, not looking at what apartment <laughs> complex they walk into. And the Colts were in overtime, and they had just lost. So I was a little distraught and distracted, and I found myself trying to get into the wrong apartment building. That's all right. Let's hear it for uh, for those Lincoln Southeast High School football fans out there, yeah? <laughs> That's what I'm rooting for. Next story. Haley Atwell, a.k.a. Peggy Carter from the MCU, Captain America's wife. Yeah. Spoilers, I guess. Peggy Carter. She is joining uh, the cast of Mission in, Mission Impossible 7. Holden, are they going to space in that movie? Uh, I don't think they're going to space in this one, but they will in the one after. So. What? Why not? Okay. Go to Here, space here's, already. Here's my thing, okay? <laughs> because these films are being filmed uh, uh, like one right after another, right? It's They're doing an uh, endgame Infinity War situation. But I think... They're going to be like, oh, man, this one's a big action movie. And then they're going to end it on a cliffhanger. And they're going to be like, boys, we got to go to space. That's what they're going to say. Boys and Peggy Carter. Boys and Peggy Carter. And also. And uh, Vanessa Kirby. And Rebecca Ferguson. (laughs) And Rebecca Ferguson. (laughs) We're going going to space. space. (laughs) (laughs) I want Elon Musk to be a villain in Mission Impossible. That would be great. He's already had acting roles in Iron Man 2, so let's get him. That's right. I forgot about (laughs) that. I feel like he could have played the villain in 4, Ghost Protocol. Yeah, the guy kind of looked yeah. like him. He was like yeah. a fatter version of him. He was pretty much just an Elon Musk type. Basically Elon Musk. All right, I'm going to give this a Broca. She I'll, seems like a good actress. I'll give it a Broca as well. We'll see who she plays. Uh, Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman, has signed a three-year, $10 million deal to create a new series for Netflix. My question for you, Holden, is... Are showrunners like athletes now? Like, yeah, they get. Co- what is going? Why are <laughs> they getting like? Signing co- on? <laughs> like, can you trade people? Like, I guess uh, we'll trade uh, <laughs> uh, D- David Benioff and DB Weiss for JJ uh, Abrams. <laughs> That's a good trade. If I, if, if I didn't have anything to say like, about what it. is happening? They're uh, they're just free agents now. I don't I don't really get this. I don't understand. Well, and, like, it makes sense if you hire them to make a job, but what's the point? Like three years 10 million dollars to do something i don't get it either and i feel like we've been hearing a lot of these deals but like nothing has really been i feel like i've been hearing about this for like at least a year and a half and i haven't really heard anything come from any of these yeah i don't know i don't understand what is the why what is the difference between this and saying oh make three seasons of that we signed you on to make three seasons of this show now it's like know. three years. You they get just, what you get. They just want to have exclusive rights to an individual filmmakers. It's kind of what Disney is doing with John Favreau. Only yeah. it's not slavery. My boy. <laughs> only it's not slavery. Hashtag free John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this a a because good for Patty Jenkins. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a Bergeron because I don't really care. Wow, apathy towards female directors. That's what that is. <laughs> wow, Holden. You're not the progressive man I thought you were. 
You're just a state farm boy. I was about to make an insurance <laughs> joke. Damn it, Jimmy. Speaking of things we don't know anything about, Ben Wheatley has signed on to direct the Tomb Raider sequel, which will come out in March 2021. If you're wondering who the heck is Ben Wheatley, I don't know either. Do you know Holden? He's made a lot of movies uh, that I have never heard of. Kill List, Sightseers, High Rise, and A Field in England. Apparently, he's a very bizarre, weird yeah, Indiv- I, individualistic director. I'm not going to open Google Chrome for the sake of not accidentally ruining <laughs> the recordings again. Which you did but twice, he, three times? No, uh, twice. Twice. I won't blow I mean, it out of proportion. But uh, I... 25th time's the charm, eh, Holden? <laughs> I, I, when I heard this news, I looked him up, and I'm, I'm trying to remember... I feel like there was a movie or show I saw that I knew him from. I can't remember, though. But regardless, yeah, his movies seem bizarre. Maybe Apparently, artsy. That's what people say. Yeah. If anything, just make this movie stand out in any regard. Yeah. Like, I don't remember. than the first one. I don't remember anything from this last one. It was like a mashup of the first two games, I remember but for it was some reason, worse. I remember there was like a bicycle chase at the beginning there, for some reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like about the that. only thing I remember <laughs> about it. I don't even remember like the main plot. I don't either. I'm going to give this a Bergeron. Yeah, I'll give it a Bergeron, too. There you go. Hey, if it's good, great. Well, if it's good, good. Yeah, that, too. (laughs) Peter Capaldi, the former Doctor Who actor, has joined James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Holden, are you excited? Yeah, uh, that's... He's he's really just assembling quite a crew here for this. He's, like, assembling the Avengers, am I right? Yeah, that's... What are we, some kind of suicide squad? <laughs> what are we, some sort of Avengers Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> Looks at camera. Um, Spider-Man's no. like, boy, I sure am far from home. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, no, uh, Peter Capaldi, he was a pretty good doctor on Doctor Who. That's act- that's when I dropped off Doctor Who. I, I watched the rebooted Doctor Who through the first, all the way through the first three doctors, and then probably halfway through Peter Capaldi, it was no fault of his own. I just kind of like grew on from it. Um, but yeah, he was very good in that show. He, for an old guy, he was very spry, and he was he really had a fun time <laughs> acting like a young person. In he's it. no Harrison Ford. No, <laughs> no, he's like I'm I think he's just older. Doing this for the money. I think he's older than Harrison Ford, but he acts like he's twenty years younger. So <laughs> you should look that up. Um, Peter Capaldi, I've never seen Doctor Who, so I've seen like the, the very the '60s one with what's his name. I'm blanking on his name, but um, for Doctor Who, yeah, you haven't seen like any of the new ones. No, man. Wow, I'm not uh, I'm not drinking that English tea, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no. Harrison Ford is 77. Peter Capaldi's only 62. So he is almost 20 <laughs> years younger than Harrison Ford. He really acts like he's 20 years younger than <laughs> Hey, but to be fair, when Harrison Ford was like 67, he was making uh, Kingdom of the Car- Crystal Skull, and he wasn't moving around very well in that one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, I'm going to give this a Brokaw. I will, too. I've heard good things about yep. Mr. Capaldi. The Doctor. The Doctor. Kyle Richards, the actress who played Lindsay, one of the girls who was being babysat in the original Halloween, will return for Halloween Kills, the sequel to Halloween 2018, as well as Anthony Michael Hall, who played Tommy Doyle, 
who was babysat by Laurie Strode in the original movie. So my question for you, Olden, is why are they doing this? <laughs> Jimmy, let me tell I you. I forgot <laughs> these characters existed. Jimmy, let me tell you. Lindsay? I can't. <laughs> I can't. Lindsay? <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot that was the thing. <laughs> I can't wait for to completely forget this fact when I see this new movie and then look it up after and be like, oh. Do you think <laughs> they're just going to get killed? <laughs> yeah, probably. I th- I hope they don't have big roles. I honestly don't care. <laughs> I, I remember seeing this news earlier this week or whenever it came out, and I was like, and I forgot it like immediately after. So I'm sure I'll forget it now, too. Nice. The Obi-Wan Disney Plus series will take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith. That makes sense. Agree? I I guess. (laughs) Uh, My question for you, Holden, is will we see Han, Lando, Darth Maul, anybody from Solo? I kind of hope not. I hope not either. But, uh, I mean, Saw Gerrera just popped up in that Jedi Fallen Order gameplay. You're damn right (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I just don't. I You're, don't want any of this. It's it's really nothing against those actors from Solo, but I just I I want to see like kind of just a, an Obi Wan story, him doing his own thing and you going know, to bars, cutting off people's arms. Yeah, doing that just, just for like eight <laughs> episodes or whatever, just constantly um, playing bingo, yeah, throwing darts. Do you think they'll uh, CGI him like to like not not in like. I'm talking like the last episode, oh. like short, like like a little epilogue. Do you think they'll do like a little Alec Guinness blend? I almost with, think with it's Elon? not. I almost think it's not gonna like lead up to anything New Hope or whatever. No, I think it's just gonna be like kind of its own story. At least that's what I hope it is. I don't want it to like lead up to anything necessarily. It'd be cool if it's just like got its own arc and then. At the end, Obi Wan's just still on Tatooine. Any kind of like storylines you are you want to see? Do you want to see him like interact with kind of like this Moss Eisley underworld, or do you want to see him not on Tatooine and kind of pulled into an it, like sort of a thing that's taking place, you know, out in the galaxy? I'd be cool with, and he has I, to like really either. try to remain undercover and stuff. I'd be cool with either, but I as long as it's like like I said, self-contained. I want it to be. I honestly, I think like the Moss Eisley Underground is kind of the right way to go with like just him kind of fighting more criminals than anything. But I mean, he can go into space. Be cool or if he's like a. It's like a western, and he's kind of the sheriff. That'd be cool. But uh, maybe if he's on, maybe if it all takes place on Tatooine, it'll get a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, Jimmy, because Tatooine's made out of sand. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a good one. I guess I'll give this news a Bergeron because, of course, it takes place eight years after. Yeah. How many years are in between A New Hope and Revenge of the Sith? Not enough. That's what I say. <laughs> I say that too. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> stick it, that one. Stick it to the man. <laughs> Take that, George Lucas and Bob Iger, Robert Allen, <laughs> uh, Alden, the director of the It movies, which are both great, or at least maybe one of them. Andy Muschietti we'll uh, confirms that The Flash will be his next movie. Holden, Andy I have a few Muschietti. questions for you. Will this movie be made? Why are they still trying to make this movie? And where does it stand if the DCEU apparently doesn't exist anymore? All right. My man, Andy Machete. Um, <laughs> he And, yes, that is the thing you chop down stuff with. Yeah, yeah, indeed. 
Um, <laughs> spelled the same. Uh, he's he. Well, I'll get into this more in the review, but I'll just say he is a talented director, and so if he makes this movie. Maybe it could be good. I don't think they should make this movie because Ezra Miller was not good as The Flash. Or, I mean, his acting was okay, but he just, like, his script was terrible. So, and he ran really weird. That really bothered me. He, like, he kind of did this a lot. He, um, like, ran in slow motion. Yeah. And he was fast. It, yeah, it was bizarre. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, if it gets made, whatever. It's kind of this is definitely a Bergeron for me. <laughs> it's for me too because it's like, why are they still trying to make this movie? Like, especially it looks like the Joker is tracking to do very well at yeah. the box office. I, what is the point of doing this when everything kind of attached to the DCU? Not everything, because I mean, Wonder Woman, Aquaman did well, but like the DCEU part of it's not the draw. Did you see uh, or did you hear about? I don't know when this was announced but i just kind of saw it on the internet the other day but um their dc's trying to like make darker movies like not like batman v superman kind of dark we but should like get that Joker cinematographer kinda. from the long night of yeah. game of thrones oh my right? god <laughs> oh i get it um but uh apparently their new line of dark movies are called dc black i saw this on I can't, uh, yeah i thought wasn't i yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that's been a thing for a while. I just it? I had never heard of this. I guess it's probably been a thing for a while. I was just wasn't informed of it. But I mean, I think that's that's. You know what? Cool. I think Zack Snyder should just make every. Yeah, DC right. Movie. Have him come back. Why not? That was working out really well. Yeah, <laughs> he really directed the good parts of Justice League. <laughs> Still waiting on that Snyder cut. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> I signed the petition. <laughs> um. Speaking of things that are not good, Kevin Hart was in a bad car accident in which he su oh, suffered yeah. severe back injuries. He's currently able to walk, which is an encouraging sign in his therapy. He had three spine fractures, mm -hmm. but uh, his wife talked with the media and she said, it sounds like he will be okay and he That's will good. fully recover, mm -hmm. you know, you know, for the most part uh, in the long run. Yeah, so yeah. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it definitely. Like. Um, so that's good. Yeah, it is. Can't wait to see him in another extended cameo in the Fast and the Furious oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Jimmy. What if people haven't <laughs> oh, seen I, Hobbs and Shaw yet? I didn't say which movie. Oh, okay. All right. My bad. <laughs> I don't want to ruin that. Um, but, yeah, you know, it, it's, it sucks that he was in a, uh, a car accident, obviously, but it's and it, I mean, it sounded serious initially, but I mean, it's it's good he's he's recovering well. So, I'm, yeah. it's it's a bombadil for the car accident itself, but it's a broke car that he's doing great. So, yeah, good for him. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he'll be back. He will be. <laughs> <laughs> Is that tasteful? I don't know. Oliver. <laughs> uh, yeah, car accident, bombadil, Kevin Hart showing resilience. Good for him. Good for, good for you, Kevin Hart. He's really showing a lot of heart. He's really showing a lot of Kevin. <laughs> Finally, Olden. At least for news I have on the docket. Actually, I may have one more. Uh, Martin Scorsese's Netflix movie, The Irishman, will be three point five hours long. Uh, to which I said, when we found that out, looks like we'll be the ones needing the de aging at the end of that. Huh? <laughs> 
it's going that. to premiere on Netflix on November 27th. It's going to debut in some uh, independent movie theaters three weeks earlier, but uh, I don't expect this movie will be um, eligible for Academy Awards because no. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Steven He's Spielberg's gonna keep like, it from doing that. I Ready Player One should have won Best Picture. <laughs> Since Ready Player One didn't win Best Picture, I don't think Martin Scorsese should get Irishman to win. Which is weird because I'm pretty sure he and Scorsese are good friends. They aren't probably they? are. They were like Steven Spielberg likes time. everybody except Netflix. Yeah, for some reason. What what's your deal, Steven? <laughs> Calm down. Settle down, Stevie Spiels. I <laughs> I uh I the the fact that this is so long I mean I'm not really any less excited for it, I guess, but it's just kinda like I, I have this problem where if a movie's long enough, I it just it's hard for me to like sit down and wanna watch it. Cause actually before this uh we were recording today I was trying to find a movie that I could watch before uh, recording of this episode, and the amount of time I had, I was just like, "Oh man!" And I found, ended up ended up finding a movie that was like an hour and a half long. But yeah, I don't know. Length for movies is a thing; it exists. Yeah, Some brilliant we may insight. have seen a movie this week that was may <laughs> might have been too long, or might not have been. <laughs> it might have been. It. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you're saying when the Irishman comes out, we can review that or Jada Akbar? <laughs> the Shut up. No. <laughs> okay. So next next week there's a gap week, and J- I was saying, Jimmy, we should watch a bad movie because that'd be funny because people like to listen to people complain about bad movies. And he's like, oh, let's watch this Bollywood movie I just found on Netflix. That's like three and a half hours long. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want to watch. It's that. about the Mughal Empire. <laughs> It's not happening. We got to no. watch some Bollywood stuff. Soon, At some right? point, maybe. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Uh, I guess I have another piece of news I didn't put in my notes, but um, apparently Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy is going to take place after The Rise of Skywalker Okay. in terms of the timeline, mm-hmm. which is fine, fine I guess. Yeah. It doesn't... Listen, Disney... You listened with the Obi-Wan thing. Yeah. You got that. You gotta it listen took to this you like too. three years to figure that one out. So listen to this one. So listen to this one. Nobody wants anything after episode three anymore. Okay? Yeah. Is that fair? Other than the Obi-Wan. Do people... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mean in between. No, I'm saying like Obi-Wan. Yes. Go finish up Rise of Skywalker. And then just nothing after episode three. Just push really? everything prequels and earlier. What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You heard me. You heard it here. <laughs> you're you're joshing me. No, you're joshing me. People want Knights of the Old Republic. Listen, Jimmy. Nobody I, freaking wants unless you're doing. Uh, I'm, I'm saying. Excuse me, Mandalorian. That's good too. But um, but my thing is I. Like, I don't want prequel stuff because that's all stuff that's... I, I I find prequels just in general kind of, like, less interesting because we know where everything's going. But I want stuff... I still want stuff later. I just don't want it related to what we've been seeing. Okay, fair enough. Fair. Yeah. It, but it's... Yeah, okay. I feel like in this regard, since it's not related, it could work because you could theoretically do it the same. Yeah. 
I mean, if you go early enough and you go late enough, it's you know you yeah. you have enough freedom there that you could do the, the exact same story and move it on either side of the timeline. And I think like Knights of the Old Republic would be cool, but I don't know. I just I'd be more interested in seeing stuff that hasn't been done before. Wow, you're cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna alter my statement. Nothing in between three and four. Anymore. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant, and I was like, yeah, yeah okay, I get that. Like. That has been such a... That's just where they've put everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just because there's, like, like five years in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently more than that. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, yeah. Bergeron. Yeah, Bergeron. Whatever. It's Star Wars. Actually, I'll give it a Bombadil because it's Star Wars. <laughs> Shut up, Star Wars. Stupid Disney. <laughs> yeah. Freaking I'm getting sick of Disney. I am too. Disney's a bombadil. You know what? I you know what? I was liking what Disney was doing with a lot of stuff, but you know, they're getting on my nerves as of lately. Yeah. Sony yeah. uh did actually like a couple days ago officially confirm Spider Man yeah. being out of the MCU. So yeah. It's freaking Disney's fault. Yeah. Don't it let is. them I this is what I hate about Disney, is they use you. They use you to they pit you against other companies mm. and frame things, frame their quests for more money as the other companies fall. Yeah. And it drives me crazy. They're I'm trying to do this with the, like, regional Fox sports things. Like, I cannot watch the Minnesota Twins on Sling. I have to pay, pay for YouTube TV because Disney's like, no, we want more money from Sling and Dish yeah. to host these regional sports networks. And they're like, oh, look, baseball fans and you know, hockey fans and uh, basketball fans, guess what? These companies aren't willing to pay, like, double the amount they used to pay for cover to, hold, you know, have these sports on their network. They're evil. Look at them. They're greedy and evil. Go call them or switch to another thing. Like, Disney, just... Just let you it don't go. need more money. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> don't, okay? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop with you it. You already have all the money. Yeah. I And, you know, it's Kevin Feige. I still like Kevin Feige because I don't think it's really his fault. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. He knows what he's doing with the MCU. But, you know, Disney is, in general, just shut up. Yeah. No, I like the MCU. Yeah. I like Star Wars. I yeah. like the new Star Wars stuff for the but most part. But, but Disney is a company. But just don't be such a, like, an evil company. Yeah. Like, your shareholders do not need the extra $10 Yeah, per share. It's okay. You already have all the money in the world. Just, like, be happy with that. Settle down, Mickey. Yeah. That's it. I'm done. That's my <laughs> rant. <laughs> That's my rant for the this episode. Holden, we saw it. Chapter 2. On Thursday, we most certainly did. Thursday night, it's Sunday night. Let's see what we remember. It's been three days. It's been a few days, so we just haven't had time <laughs> to record before now. Uh, to review, uh, here's the synopsis: Defeated by members of the Losers Club, the evil clown Pennywise returns 27 years later to terrorize the town of Derry, Maine, once again. Now, adults, the children, the childhood friends, have long since gone their separate ways. But when, but when people start disappearing, Mike Hanlon calls the others home for one final stand. Damaged by scars from the past, the united losers must conquer their deepest fears to destroy the shape-shifting Pennywise, now more powerful than ever. Mm -hmm. 
Does that sound like a good movie, Holden? That sounds like an intriguing movie at the very least, Jimmy. Yeah, it sounds like a good movie. Holden, what were some things you liked about this movie? Well, things I liked about this movie. Uh, I think by far the most like well-agreed-upon thing about this movie is the performances are all great. Yeah, the I cast of this movie is excellent. They nailed yeah. everyone. Yeah, I don't... I, I mean, literally everyone. I did, there was not a single performance in this no. movie like... There's not a bad stood performance. Out as bad. No, I like all of the adult versions of the losers were, they were very accurate to their younger counterparts. Um, Pennywise as in before was excellent. Pennywise as Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, I, and the the old lady. <laughs> she's the old good. Lady, she's yeah. great. I think I even think Henry Bowers, the guy who plays him, is oh yeah, great yeah. too. I have problems with how they use that character in this movie. Yeah, and I wonder if that's we'll, we'll get into that. But I wonder if that's how it is in the book or not. Um, yeah, I um, and and I'm gonna say a lot of negative things about this movie, and I think my hunch is I haven't re- we haven't read the book mm-hmm. either of us. I did look up some stuff, so I you know I tried to find out as much as I could about the book before talking about this but i think most of the problems i had with this movie derive from the book yeah. itself which and is an excuse but not fully an excuse because it's an adaptation so yeah. you're supposed to improve it if uh, you can before we move on to negative stuff all the way though let's keep going on oh yeah no stuff. we'll stay with the good yeah. stuff uh great cast um highlighted by bill Hader as yeah. richie Bill Hader's great. He is excellent. He nails it. Yeah. I mean, they all nail it, but yeah, he steals the show because um, Richie's character arc is the best, mm. and he's the funniest. He's the and most. And he has the most, you know, moving storyline. I think he has the most of a character arc because, like, some characters don't really like. Uh, I I think Bill's got an okay character arc, but yeah, Richie's is definitely the best. Um, and yeah, I, I he Bill Hader, you know, he's he's a very funny actor, but he's also proven himself as a uh, dramatic actor before, and he really shines in both ways in this. I also think I think someone who's not getting enough attention is the guy who plays adult Richie, or not not I just said Richie, <laughs> not Hader. Richie, Eddie, Eddie, it's Eddie, right? Yeah, 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 adult Eddie. Think I so? think he's great. I don't. I don't think it's his. Pr- I didn't like Eddie in this movie. That was really? one of my gripes. Yeah, we can get to that when we get to the negatives. Well, I for me, Eddie, I he's, I I think the guy who plays him acts completely like. He acts like the kid. Yeah. yeah no, like, I'm yeah, saying no. the performance is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. As Pennywise is fantastic for me. It was a bummer because he doesn't get as much to do. Or it seems like he doesn't steal the show in this one as much as he does in the yeah. first one. I almost feel like he's in it more. He probably is. He probably yeah. has more screen time. But, but like, I mean, you compare it to chapter one where mm-hmm. it's literally out of the gate. He just, he has that extended sequence with Georgie that's just like, oh my gosh, yeah. just creepy, uh. terrifying. That that opening scene of it, chapter one is creepier than anything that happens in this movie yeah yeah um this movie I, another thing i really like about it is i think it's i think it's directed and shot really well i think pretty much everything in this movie looks great 
Yeah. I, I, yeah, there's there, are some, there are a couple shots that look fantastic. Yeah, yeah. There's there's one shot in particular in the third act that I thought, wow, this is just beautiful. And I'm not mention, sure I'm how. I'm not sure I, if it's if it's the one or if how it's they one shot I'm thinking it. About. Yeah, we'll have to talk about it in the spoilers. Um, yeah, but it's. Uh, I think the director is very talented. I think Andy uh, Muschietti or Andy Muschietti. Um, he, I think all of the uh, most of the good parts of this movie, I think, stem from him. I think because most of the problems I have have to do with like the script and stuff. Yeah. My problems are almost all of the script. Yeah, and so I, uh, he's proven himself again because he directed the last movie, and the last movie had a good script. So, <laughs> yeah, just, um, yeah, yeah. So he's very good. Um, yeah. I don't Overall, know. it's a fun movie. Yeah. I think it's a good time. It's so like I've been saying this kind of when I've been talking about it. The first one is a fun movie and a very solid movie as well. Yeah. This movie is a very fun movie. I would say not quite as fun, but not as tightly written from a narrative standpoint. And um, so I quite enjoyed it, but there were several times during the screening when I was thinking to myself, this is really stupid. Yeah. And for me, well, are you want to say anything more positive before we get to some of the negatives? Here? Oh, no, no. I think we can... Go. It's fun. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I think it's... It's... I think it's an enjoyable and somewhat satisfying conclusion if you've seen the first one and you enjoy the first one. Because I, I myself... I like where it ends up, I think... It's just not necessarily how it gets there. I don't like. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like weird because I I was like entertained for a lot of it and I felt like pretty satisfied, but it was just like a lot of like the like the cogs that make it up. Yeah, it was an oddly satisfying, not great movie. Yeah, like I had a good a bizarre, time watching it. It's a bizarre thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it was just because I enjoyed the first one so mm-hmm. much and was looking forward to this one, um, but. One of my big points here is, like, everything that's great about the first movie, especially, like, the scares, the pacing, the plot, if those are, like, 9 out of 10s or 10 out of 10s in the first one, it's, like, they all seem like they're down a, a notch or two or three. Oh, in definitely. This one. Like, the scares, like, 6 out of 10s, where they're I, 9 out of If four. even. I think yeah. the scares are, like, such... That's probably one of the biggest gripes I have with it. It's so... I, well, it's not scary. It's not scary at, at all. Well, and it's not even the, just the scary. It's not creepy. Like, there's nothing Mm-mm. unsettling about it. No. Um, there's For me, there's one scene that I enjoyed a lot because it's that unsettling Pennywise thing. But <laughs> I will talk about it in spoilers. But, like, you literally could have cut that scene out of the movie and you would have the same movie because it doesn't, it doesn't advance the plot anyway. Sure. Um We'll talk about that in spoilers, but yeah, it just it this movie was a lot of the same tone and the same feeling that you got from watching the first movie, but just mm-hmm. not up to the nine ten level. Yeah, of the first one. Yeah, the uh, the movie is very long. Um, the you mentioned before that you thought the second act really drug drug along, and I kind of agree. I think the second act is very meandering mm-hmm. and it's very much like this character gets their own sequence and you do that for like every character. The, each uh, and 
for each of them, it doesn't really feel like they have any sense of urgency because they're. Uh, I won't. We won't say what they're trying to do, but like, it. They. They should have like. It's like a, some sort it, of. Urgency. It's a weird. It's a weird thing where it's like. <laughs> there's one scene where they're like freaking out and yeah. they gotta get going and then there's another scene where they're just kind of dilly dallying yeah like I don't get why they're not like hurrying faster and they're they're not like taking all these random detours and stuff um, but yeah I think I do have to blame Andy Machete for not leaving more stuff on the cutting room floor yeah I think there are a couple scenes at least one off the top of my head that you could have found a way to fit in the movie and save three minutes. Yeah. And I think I know what scene that is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> we can talk about it. That's a big spoiler. Uh, there's a ton of exposition in this movie. Uh, yeah. Especially given by Mike. Yeah. Literally all of Mike's dialogue is like, uh, is, is exposition. And, and Mike, and it, Mike, I like, I like the performance given by Isaiah Mustafa. He, the uh, old spice guy. Um, but, uh, he, he has like this weird turn at the end of the movie that is like, they like mention this like big thing for his character and that's like never touched on again. Yeah. We and, can talk about it. Yeah. But his, yeah, his whole character was probably my biggest issue in terms of characters, I guess. I thought Eddie was very inconsistent in his character because at first he seemed like he was just a scaredy cat, mm. and then all of a sudden in the middle of the movie he's not, and then he goes back, and then he maybe you know it's like well what is what is he like they kept changing his <laughs> you know like his level of courage that he had sure. from scene to scene, and I'm like it seemed like he was three different versions of like at first he's like exactly the same as the kid, just a grown up version of that like he has not matured at all. Well, and I almost wonder if that's just due to poor editing, because I think a lot of the scenes in the middle of the movie could be given in any order. Yeah. And it'd be about the same. So it's like maybe they just <laughs> didn't put the scenes in the right order. <laughs> I don't know. My my main issues with this um, come from the plot. I, mm. I just thought the plot of the movie was absurd. Mm. The, you know, suspension the, of disbelief the idea was asking a lot. Like, they were asking you to just go with it. The idea of them coming back and, you know, uh, not, not, I mean, it's not a spoiler, this is well known, but them not really remembering a whole lot from their childhood, that's cool, but it's just like everything that they do. <laughs> I d the thing for me is they don't remember, so you kind of retread a lot of the character oh, development yeah. of the first one. But they're also like but adults. Yeah. Like, why is all of the, they, yeah, okay, sure, you see a creepy clown for the first time. Yeah, of course I'd be scared too. But if this is happening to you constantly and you're like a rational adult, like why is this bothering you all the time? Why don't <laughs> why don't they have guns? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't they just shoot? It? Um, they also say it a lot more in this one yeah. than the first one. It's pretty it's on a the nose. It's pretty on the nose. It it it's just every time every time anybody says anything. Do we talk about the CGI? No. It's not good. No. And well, it's not particularly great in the first one, but it's really not good in this one. Yeah. Well, they rely I th on it more. I it think it, like I think in some instances it's fine. I don't think it's like the worst, but there are definitely some things where it's really bad. This it it's it, I I told Jimmy I'm like it, there's a few things that look worse than scary stories to tell in the dark, which you know, great movie. 
What's our <laughs> review of that one? Um, what was I going to say? Uh, during the screening, there were a lot of moments when it was supposed to be scary, and the theater was just full of laughter. Yeah, everyone thought the movie was so funny, which it was in some parts. But yeah, like, like when it was the, intentionally funny, yeah. and then there are other parts where it was supposed to be intense. That it's not at all. It's like no. this is just ridiculous. No. Which is why it's a great popcorn. Flick. I mean, it's kind of yeah, it kind I, of reminds me of Halloween 2018 in a little kinda. bit. Not. I think this is. I don't know if I want to say it's a better movie. I don't know. Uh, they're yeah, both. I don't know. They're both fun movies that aren't that great. It's it's one of those things. At least I thought they were. I usually I'm like super annoyed with people in theaters all the time, but I like <laughs> Shut up, yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy's just talking to me all the time. I'm I like, don't Jimmy, hear what you think about this. <laughs> I uh no, I but I mean everyone laughing in this theater, I was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like if I wasn't trying to watch this movie seriously, I would be laughing too. It's very easy to poke fun at this movie too. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. No, it, it it my my mic was still recording, but I I realized since last time I hadn't deleted my recordings, there were still multiple going at once, and I almost started recording over the old ones, and I don't know what that would have done, but I got them deleted. You probably would have ended the world. Probably. <laughs> I think hole. we're I think we're good though. If the world ends, it was probably Holden's fault. Yeah, let's probably. be honest. <laughs> um, I think that's about all I have to say for my non-spoiler notes. Yeah, it's I I have more things to say in spoilers. I feel like we're we're gonna we're gonna come across uh, as a lot more negative towards this movie than we actually are. I mean, I uh, do that. I think more in spoilers. I honestly think I mean we've been in spoilers. Yeah. In spoilers, yeah. we are. We're gonna we're gonna pick and pull apart this mostly because it's just fun. Yeah, this, they're gonna be more gripes, little gripes. Yeah, um, when we when you'll be, probably be surprised by our final ratings now. Yeah. So, are you gonna give yours? You can give yours first. I, well, first, I need to go back to my scary stories uh, score and, and, re- and, and revise that down to a six out of ten. I think yeah. I gave it a seven. You That's did a, give it a seven. Yeah, it's six. <laughs> I'm gonna give this like a 6.5 out of 10 i think the entertainment value is like more of the 7.58 out of 10 um hmm because i i'm trying to remember i didn't go back and listen to my scary stories i can't remember what i gave that i feel like i gave it a six i think you gave it a 10 out of 10 i did not (laughs) (laughs) maybe you did i don't remember that um i regardless i'd probably go back give that one a five and i'll probably give it this a six yeah, it's not great. Yeah. And I was talking to some other people, some other friends about it, and they are like, and I had seen it already, and they just came back from screening. I was like, what did you think? They're like, yeah, it wasn't very good. But yeah. You know, it was, it's a good time. Every, you should see if, it. If you like the first one, you'll probably like this one to an extent. You will like this you'll, one. You'll recognize that it's not as good, but hopefully you'll find it, you know, entertaining and, you know, somewhat uh, satisfying. So. Yeah, I think this movie is going to... I think the first movie should be a horror classic. Mm. Uh, whether it will remains to be seen. I think it'll be regarded as a, a very solid horror movie. Yeah. This movie will be like, you know, 20 years from now, you're showing it to somebody. You're maybe showing it to your kid or something. You're like, hey, back in my day, there was this good movie, It. It's like, you know, 
get them in their R-rated horror movies. Sure. Because it's a good time, too. It's just a, a fun, funny movie. And then after that, they like it. And then you're like, okay, we can watch It Chapter 2 like tomorrow night or next week or yeah, something. Yeah. Or if it's on TV, you know, marathon it. I don't know. It's yeah. not. It's <laughs> let's it. just say it's not the worst Stephen King movie to come out this year. It is year. certainly not. Looking at you, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what uh, Doctor Sleep. How Doctor Sleep. I remember what pairs. I gave that movie. That I think I gave it a four out of ten. I'm giving it a three now. <laughs> Retrospect, giving Pet Cemetery a three out of ten. I, I don't think it's as bad as we. <laughs> I think it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. <laughs> the ending of the original Pet Cemetery is very bizarre, and I kind of love it. We'll have to watch it. Maybe we'll watch that next week. No, we won't. No, we will not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Anyways, it's currently sitting at a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, 59% on Metacritic. I think that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. All right, without further ado, let's, let's go on to spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> So Stanley kills himself, but yeah. it's okay, apparently. Suicide's all right. Yeah, that was I, weird. I, Is that a thing in the book? Does he say I, that? Is that something uh, you no, checked? No, I don't think he has a note in the book. Okay. Because... I, I almost would rather that, then. What's that? I would almost rather that there's no note. Yeah, no. Because the note's just, like, dumb. The note doesn't make any sense. No. It's like, be brave. It's like but I took I, myself out of the equation to bring you guys together. So I so I wouldn't be pulling you down. Yeah. Like what? How does that make sense? What a terrible message to be sending. Yeah. Suicide is not okay. It's not no. the option. I hate to break it to you, but uh Yeah, I don't know why this movie felt that was a good thing to say. <laughs> like it's like, Well, I, it's not what it's saying, but it's like it, inadvertently, inadvertently yeah. saying it. Yeah. Which is it would and it didn't need to be in there. Like, no. I was telling you, I thought this movie was ending in the shot where it's the old Losers Club, and it spins around in the reflection of the window, and it's the young Losers Club. Because at first, I was like, oh, crap. They put the last shot of the movie into the trailer. They pulled an amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And they start riding the bike. The camera, like, it's on, like, a jib. It, you know, goes up. It's like, oh, you know kind of cliche movie ending they're talking and the volume fades out as they go in the distance fade to black and then the movie adds another 10 minutes to it for I, some reason and that's when the stanley note comes in yeah jimmy like, had a problem with i don't i never felt like it was gonna end i don't know why like i, I it didn't feel like an ending to me well we both felt like it was never gonna end yeah in yeah. two different ways <laughs> i literally thought it was gonna end like three different times no, you didn't I, think it, like you thought the I, ending was the actual ending I thought, yeah i didn't um, have a problem with the. Ending. i turned over to holden and i was like when did this turn into <laughs> return of the king because it just for me it kept going on and on and on and on and on and on just like this podcast boy <laughs> <laughs> um St stephen king's in this movie <laughs> <laughs> When we were talking about waste. when we were talking about scenes that don't need to be in this movie, Stephen King has a Stanley style cameo, except it's way longer. Except and it's four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's so long. It's a scene that doesn't need to be there. Bill goes to get his like he old could have bike. just found his bike in like an alleyway, just yeah. laying in the dump. He could have driven by the dump, and he's like, "Oh look, my and bike." So he's like, "I'm gonna buy three. I'm gonna buy this crappy ass bike for three hundred dollars." <laughs> and Stephen King's like, eh, money. 
Oh, what a terrible scene. It's yeah. so on the nose. Too. Yeah. Like, I don't I I don't mind Stephen King having a cameo. It's I fine. I love cameos. Yeah, I think it's cute. But have cute. Stan... Or Stanley. <laughs> have Stephen King be killed by Pennywise. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been uh, oh excellent. Oh, my God. Even if it's a throwaway scene. Yeah. That would have been fantastic. He better be in Doctor Sleep, I swear to God. <laughs> He should have been in Pet Cemetery. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> uh, anything else to add about the Stephen King thing? Uh, no, not really. They could have cut that out. That's all I got. Another thing I think they could have cut out was the whole subplot with Bill trying to save the kid. Yeah, I think it. I mean, it adds to his character arc. Mm-hmm. Yes, but like, does it fundamentally completely change his character arc no. of the whole build? Not That's like, wow, himself. he wants to be a good person and save a kid. Like, I was wow. talking to our good friend Joe Lust. Shout out Joe Lust. Shout out pod. to my boy. He said he might become a patron, but he won't listen to us. So, okay. you know, you got to settle. <laughs> That's we'll all right. Take it. Hey, we'll take your money over your listens any day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Joe is saying, like, that didn't even like serve a plot purpose like he he, the kid dies Mm -hmm. and so and that uh, makes him rush to the old mansion thing yeah so it's like it kind of sets him sets up for him to go in alone but they just all meet there anyway together and they go in together so it didn't i guess they didn't go through the plan again i don't know but it didn't really have it didn't significant role in the movie other than just another kind of um set piece where pennywise kills a kid but it's in the trailer again yeah would have been way cooler in the trailer that's another gripe i have i would say two of my favorite scenes which would be actually before we get to that i wanted to mention that that kid i was really hoping that he would just keep getting traumatized (laughs) by like each of the different characters because like he he meets he first sees richie in the in the place where they Chinese all meet in the Chinese yeah. restaurant where they all meet and he's like comes up to him and he, he says one of Richie's jokes and then Richie like threatens the kid <laughs> and, he thinks but, he's like Pennywise yeah he thinks he's Pennywise and then he he sees Bill later and Bill's like oh don't go down the drain <laughs> or whatever, stay away like, from the drain <laughs> and the kid's like terrified I was really hoping that's where it was gonna go it'd just be a recurring joke but no I was I'm a little surprised they didn't go in a direction where like just there's like the cop the cops are like called on them because people just think they're crazy or yeah. something <laughs> um but uh what was I talking about oh the the scenes from the trailer that are really good so two of my favorite scenes in the movie are in the pretty much in the trailer one would be Beverly returning to her apartment, which is a great scene, but almost all of it is in the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then number two is the girl going under the bleachers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which that is one, the I, is my favorite Pennywise scene. But it's also entirely unnecessary. Entirely unnecessary. It has it's nothing to do with the plot. Nothing. To, it does not advance the plot. It's just literally like, oh, look, Pennywise is back. But we already established that. Yeah. So that should have been the opening scene of the movie, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the um, opening scene was fine. I yeah, didn't, I didn't really have a problem with it. Um, things, it, it was very violent. Yeah, they didn't really imply a lot of the violence. That's I. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. Okay. It's whatever. We know Pennywise likes to get big teeth and take big chunks out of people. Yeah, but I mean, just like the human violence too. Oh yeah. 
But maybe it just shows that humans are the real monsters. Am I right? They sure are. Godzilla. Especially clowns. King of the monsters. <laughs> I mean, what's, what, what was your... Uh, let's talk about another four out of ten oh, or man. whatever let's, we gave that. Let's just go back and, re- and re- reassess all of our movies. Uh, Henry Bowers. Yeah, Henry Bowers. Serves no purpose in this movie. He really doesn't. He doesn't I thought he was going to kill one of them. Yeah. Or show up at the end? No, he. Do you, he when gets, you looked up stuff about the book, do you know if he did anything more in the book? I don't remember. Okay. I so. He, uh, yeah, he he really doesn't have a point. I I like the scene where he stabs Eddie because that was funny. But I thought that but was like, completely out of character yeah. for Eddie because then he goes to being a scaredy cat. I don't know. I mean, like, what else are you supposed to do in that situation? Like, if you were scared, you would still like act in self defense. Yeah, but he was like. It was like they played it as like a joke. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I. I don't know. I thought I, didn't, I also I thought didn't Eddie think was really annoying in the first act of the movie, uh, where he's just like the one beat comedy comic how relief. He's, he's literally married <gasps> to the actress. He's married to his wife, who's played by the same actress as his mom. What? His the the person who plays his wife is the same actress who plays his mom. Oh. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Also, what is going on with Bill and Beverly in this? Bill is a wife. Yeah. He just well, it, kisses it, her. It, it was so weird because, I mean, they yeah. They didn't come back to that. Yeah, they have, like, some history. And, like, yeah, that's fine or whatever. They rekindle their romance. Still a dick move of Bill. But, yeah, it's not really ever touched on again. Then, uh... Beverly gets with Ben. Just like, Underwater. Okay. Yeah. We oh. need to talk about the Corey scene. That is so unsanitary. Yeah. They're open covered wounds. in open wounds. Open wounds, and, and it's th- dirty water. And they treat it like a joke, because one of them's like, oh, or they're like, man, Stanley wouldn't have liked this. And then, because <laughs> he wouldn't have liked this. It would have been like, it's too dirty. And I'm like, well, yeah. Or Eddie. He yeah, sh- Eddie. What? Eddie wouldn't have liked this. Oh, Eddie. Yeah, Ed- Eddie. But Eddie wouldn't have liked this. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> You're covered in open wounds. Oh, I know. Get out. Not only are we covered in open wounds, but let's make out underwater. Yeah. Oh, we didn't mention, I really liked Ben. I liked Ben, too. I, and one of my favorite Pennywise moments is when he was saying, Ben, you're just a fat kid yeah. who's all alone. Even though all those sit-ups didn't matter, Ben. That was probably my favorite line of Pennywise. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and then the beautiful shot I was thinking of is when they... Beverly kicks open the bathroom. Yeah, the blood that's a and good the one. Dirt and they like the hands re- reach together. I don't know how they shot that, but that was beautiful. Yeah, that was really. Cool. It was gorgeous. I didn't particularly like any of those scenes individual. Well, I guess I liked the Ben scene because of the Pennywise line, but I didn't think the Beverly thing. I don't know. Beverly's like she's got to get over these. There was that here's Johnny line that was that really was on the nose. Uh, uh, that made yeah, me cringe in my seat. Yeah. I was like, God. Ah, uh, other things. There's a lot of like, a lot of weird. They they like to call back to the first movie a lot, and I can't. There re- were some parts that were just straight out of the first movie. Yeah, it's like it's like very similar scenes and just like weird. Like, I, <laughs> when they took that the the thing that they end up killing Pennywise with that like gate thing or whatever that is that little like fire poker or whatever like well that they don't kill him with that and whatever they do mike kalima yeah kalima that's right does that and then they all just squish his heart 
Yeah, I don't know. The fire poker thing, they, they kept revisiting like weird items like that that I was just like, is this supposed to be like an iconic thing? I, I, I believe know. this kills monsters. It's like, yeah, I believe that could kill you if I just stabbed you yeah. in the neck with it. <laughs> I uh, don't know. It seemed very inconsistent with like, I believe this, and then they would believe something and it would work and like oh i know that's not real and pennywise would go away and then sometimes it's like i know this is not real and pennywise there, is still there it's like okay too well, much what's of, the too much of everyone's power in this just has to do with like believing and yeah, like and inconsistent like, and mike's whole plan is like the placebo thing mm -hmm. and you need to get these he's like he's literally like we don't need to <laughs> there's no reason other than to fulfill this placebo plan for them to go off alone which yeah. is literally the stupidest thing they could do is because that's how Pennywise is going to get them is to be alone and traumatize them with their childhood memories, I guess. Well, and what did you think of the, those scenes? Like individual? Uh, the, the, I just, whatever. I wasn't impressed really by any ones other than Beverly. I mean, I guess Richie's the Paul Bunyan. Yeah, Richie's was good. I don't, I don't really remember any of them. Do you think the young cast needed to be in this movie as much? No. I don't I think just, so. Don't like, know. I really like them. I think they're all good, but I... I, I see, like, I think there's just a better version of this story. And this is not this movie's fault. I think it's Stephen King's fault in yeah. the book. I just think like, if it was their kids or something, there's just more, like, personal stakes to it. Or if they don't forget, mm -hmm. I don't... It just seems like a lot of the choices Stephen King made made it less interesting the plot overall yeah for me I just think there was a better version to have them 27 years or, or just like 10 years older mm -hmm. or something you know I don't know also Eddie died like what do they like what do they tell his wife what yeah do they tell right the, what do they tell the police <laughs> <laughs> oh no don't worry like no this alien clown evil yeah, clown killed him and the whole thing yeah there's no evidence but no believe yeah. me it happened we're, we're just a bunch of crazy people running in town yelling at kids who later disappeared yeah i don't <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it officer we gotta <laughs> Dude, That's it was, it was I know, yeah i guess i didn't even think about that <laughs> like they never touch on that like oh man eddie would have ate this water hope his wife and then they're right. just like <laughs> <laughs> um Richie's story arc. Um, some people like didn't get it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, how he liked Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Other people are like, I didn't. Did he? So is he like gay for Eddie? Like, what's going on? I'm like, no. Nah, I I thought that what came across, but some people yeah didn't come across very well for them. I thought it was like it wasn't like super like in your face about it, but I thought it was. No, I thought it was really well done. Mm -hmm. Um, he, it was effective, I, and I thought Bill Hader totally sold the emotional yeah. aspects of it. Um, I told you that I really did not enjoy the crumbling of Pennywise's yeah. lair. I don't care. Because it was like, and in the book, like the whole town kind of gets washed away or something. There's like this huge thing mm -hmm. that happens or a storm or something. Um, so maybe it's an attempt to remain faithful to the book or just to like set up that they have to leave Eddie's body there, um, which I don't think was that necessary i don't like to have to leave him there anyway i just thought it was like obviously no one's gonna die right now after they defeated the greatest evil you know it's, it just seemed like there's this extra 
suspense that they added onto it that was unnecessary part of the. Oh, I mean, I think action. it's unnecessary, but I don't think it really <laughs> hinders hinders it at all. It did not bother me at all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. I just was like that. It just it was extra fluff on a two hour and fifty minute movie. And if you're going to be two hours and 15 minutes long, you shouldn't have extra fluff. It kind of made sense to me just because this whole place had been built by this creature. And if the creature's dead, because, like, you always see, like, shit flying around in it. So, like, if the, if the thing's not there to... Fine, Alden. <laughs> we'll just I agree think with what you have to say. Jimmy just likes likes movies to be as realistic as possible. He doesn't like, he doesn't like Star Wars, so... Yeah. You nailed it right yeah. on the head. Um... I I also like plot holes. Like they're fun to point out. I they do not ruin movies for me at no. all. No, as long as they're not like glaring and not like like so like the Last Jedi. It's like well I didn't dum 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 dirty. I'm like I don't care. Yeah, like just up. give me like a solid plot. It's and it's good character. Near arcs. impossible to make a script that's just like bulletproof. Yeah. So. Um, you'd have to write a lot of pages. This script might have been bulletproof because it was long. <laughs> I noticed the uh, <laughs> the uh, the final battle against Pennywise. There were a lot of like weird. I, I don't. They're definitely not like callbacks to it, but there were a lot of like weird Shadow of the Colossus. It seemed like a Shadow of the Colossus boss. <laughs> Okay, me. I haven't played that game yet. Yeah, it's, it's on my good. list to play. But there were like definitely a few moments, like the like the part where they they like sneak into the hole and then they come out another hole and he's still like looking in that <laughs> hole for some reason. <laughs> that is very video game. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's straight out of uh, Shadow of the Colossus boss. And there were a few other things. Mike too, is but. also just the Tyrion Lannister of this movie. He's just making plans that don't work. Yeah, he's well, just it, like we'll do this. <laughs> I, I I, there's another gripe of this movie. A lot of this movie is just yelling. Yeah. <laughs> The the darkness consumes the light. The darkness consumes the light. The darkness what am I supposed to say? Uh, Mike, he, they like they figure out that his that his like plan, like his plan was. Well, I mean, they knew his plan wasn't very good, but like Pennywise reveals to him that they they're his plan he never knew if it was gonna work or not, and he's always he's been on like this drug stuff. For like a he while now, he drugged Bill. Yeah, he drugged Bill. Like, I don't get why this stuff is like not touched on. Because I like Mike is cool and all, but he's he's done all this like shitty stuff, and they just don't seem to care. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they don't go back to it. They're like, you lied to us. And then at the end, they're like, we're swimming in all this poop. <laughs> it's so dirty. I can't wait to get infections and kiss underwater and poop water. <laughs> Ugh. What are you doing? God. Uh, anything else to add onto this? What did uh, you think of the whole final battle overall? Uh, I did. It didn't bother me. I I like. I thought the very end of the battle where Pennywise kind of shrinks into nothing. Yeah, uh, I was a little on the nose. I, yeah. I keep saying on the nose here, but, but it, it, it just it, was a little obvious. Yeah. and underwhelming. Like the, I was, the ending of the first one is more satisfying than yeah. the ending of this one, which is weird to say for a part one of two. Well, and uh, I don't know, it's it just feels like something that's been done a lot. Or it's like, oh, if we don't believe it's, if, if we don't let it scare us, then it won't yeah. hurt us. Yeah, like okay, it just seemed really. Just, well, they did the exact same thing in Pretty one, much. but he didn't shrivel up into this little 
baby thing with yeah. one like one deadly little arm thing that he just <laughs> kept swinging at him with. And there's also that little cheap jump scare too, where he's like Wah! at the end before he really like fully. He like tries to bite them. Oh, it's I didn't, really I didn't yeah, it's because it's really bad. That's why. Um, yeah. But like they they do the same exact mindset thing where it's like I'm not afraid of you. I'm gonna beat the crap out of you, which they do in the first one. It's really satisfying because so why still don't they just fighting do that? Him. They should have done the exact same thing in yeah. this one. Because like instead my, of just having him shrivel up and then pull out his heart. Yeah. What the heck, Mike? Because the entire movie. What's is your like, deal, Mike? Most of the plot's entirely just like pointless because their their whole endeavor to get all their artifacts or whatever it just doesn't work anyway. So it's just not a good plan to begin with. No, it's not. Why don't you just go there? I like. Why do you have to relive your trauma to it? If anything, that's gonna lessen your confidence in defeating him. Yeah, I, it, that didn't make sense to me either. I don't. It's like they had to remember everything in order to. I think you just come up with new set pieces. I also to, I, I thought to was... terrify what they still have at fault with them. Like they did that by looking at the childhood stuff, but I don't. I feel like there's a way you could do it and kind of make maybe like you know Spider-Man Far From Home sort of thing, like these visions mm-hmm. where you just terrify them in their current state now. Yeah, do say a you grew scene. up. But you're st- you still have all your faults, and I still know your greatest fears. And even though you're adults, you're afraid of me. What they uh, what they kept like since they forgot they lost their memories of like dairy for the most part. Um, <laughs> what like, what is this milk? Yeah, yeah what well, is that? <laughs> but like cheese. What, they what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what points at a par- barking dog? <laughs> what is that? But like the. I, what they would remember was like just kind of whatever was convenient to the plot too. Yeah, like it was just yeah. kind of one of those things where oh man, they'd they'd remember. Beverly would be like, I don't remember who kissed me, but I remember having but this great Bill kiss. Bill is sure is James McAvoy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Ben is uh, is the best looking by far of that group. Come on, yeah. Beverly, what are you doing? Yeah, like if you look at his abs. Yeah, what are you doing? Ben's a good looking guy, now. and he's nice, and yeah. he doesn't have a wife. Yeah, he's <laughs> he is a successful businessman who is like ripped and beautiful, and he's a super nice guy. Like what? And he doesn't have a wife. Yeah, again, like what the heck? <laughs> Usually, when you see these guys in movies, they're like assholes, but this guy's like a genuinely good guy. It's like you don't have to get out the calculator for that one <laughs> come on uh are we done i think are we so. done ripping on this movie i liked it <laughs> yeah you know all things considered it's a good movie i would watch it again but Probably. here's again this i would much rather watch the first one yeah like yeah, four yeah. times before i watch this one yeah, not like consecutively same. but like no know. yeah i'm I'd only gonna watch this, watch this one if i've seen the first one within like a week of it you know or yeah. it's on tv yeah, because I, I kind of wish I had gone back to watch the first one before I watched this one. I mean, I'm not sure how much it would have made better or worse this experience, but... Uh. Yeah, this one this one didn't have the sewer drain scene, like a scene at that level, and it didn't have like a projector level yeah. scene. Um, and it didn't have the satisfying ending. It, it was somewhat satisfying, but mm-hmm. a little underwhelming. Um, I think that concludes our review of It Chapter 2. I think as well.
What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Holden, what are you doing? What am I doing? Well, I, uh, I've been, been busy week for Holden and Jimmy too, I think. Uh, well, I guess week and a half, right? Um, yeah. We, oh, I, news for both of us. We both made the jazz band back here at school. We're in, we're playing some jazz. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but I, I haven't watched a lot of TV. I, I've kind of, I, I feel like that was a, a large summer thing. I need to finish the shows I'm watching and then maybe I'll stop watching TV for a bit. But, um, I watched a few more episodes, of, or I'm, I'm not sure if I've talked about it at all because I think it might have come out after the last episode. But the new Dark Crystal show. You mentioned it to me. I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast. I don't think I did. Uh, but the the Dark Crystal show, it's a prequel to the movie, uh, and it's all like it's all done very Jim Henson like. I mean, obviously he's passed since the making of that movie, um, but it's. It looks just like a Jim Henson production. It looks like more realistic Muppets, essentially, and it's it's got a pretty good story and very entertaining uh, characters. The villains are the best part of the, the show, just like they were in the movie. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I would recommend that. I'm only a few episodes in, though. Um, but I've watched a couple movies uh, since last we saw. Uh, I watched King of Comedy, Jimmy. The Is that about me? No, definitely fr- not freaking hilarious no uh sounds like a movie about me <laughs> yeah uh, king of comedy it's the movie that a lot of people thought the uh joker was going to be like and i don't i can kind of see some similarities in what people might why people might think that but i think it's a lot different for the most part um but it's it's a martin scorsese movie starring robert de niro uh about this failed or uh, more aspiring stand-up comedian who uh, is wanting to make it big, and he kidnaps Jerry Lewis, who plays a TV show host, kind of David Letterman style, um, or uh, Johnny Carson style, um, and he uh, kidnaps him and basically uh, threatens to uh, uh, do things if he does not let him on the show. And it's very good. I really liked it. I. It's a movie that I like more the more I think about it, but there's some really cool things in the movie. I think the climax of the movie is probably the best part. Um, but, yeah, very, very good movie, Jimmy. You should watch it. I'll have to watch it. Um, and then I today I just watched Unsane, a Steven Soderbergh movie. Uh, Sounds like a movie about me again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, very... Uh, very more recent, about a year and a half old, I think. But it's a movie that's all filmed on an iPhone 7 Plus. That's right. Yeah. Um, and it's... Uh, Life's bloody on an iPhone 7 Plus, am yeah. I right? Yeah. I'm like English Black now. <laughs> what? I'm like English now. Yeah. Um, it, it's... I don't think it necessarily benefits or detracts from being an iPhone 7. It's kind of cool. I, I think it kind of makes it feel like gross more gross just because i mean obviously lower quality of apple yeah lower quality of camera it has some it has a few kind of egregious apple product placements in it like i think there was a reason why it was like the fact that it was filmed on this was a big part of its marketing um 
but it it was pretty cool. It's like uh, the longest shot on iPhone ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, uh, yeah, uh, I think it doesn't focus as much on the if she's insane or not aspect as I thought it would because I thought that's what the whole movie was about. But it kind of do- it kind of answers that relatively early, and I was kind of surprised by it. But I thought it was overall a pretty decent movie. Um, and beyond that, I've been replaying Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask some more. I'm almost done with it. Very good game. Play it if you haven't. They got the remake on the 3DS that you can play if you haven't played it. Um, and beyond that, I think I am caught up. There you go. Olden, I really haven't watched a lot of stuff. Um, sports, which yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna recount the box score of every Li- Twins game over the last. Literally, week no one half. cares, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who listens to this podcast does not care about baseball. Uh, I played a little bit more of the Arkham Knight. Played a little bit of The Witcher. I've kind of cooled off on The Witcher. It just. I don't. It's just so long. Mm-hmm. It's just so long. Yeah. And now that it's not summer, I'm like, I don't want to have to sit through you literally. Yeah saying paragraphs at a time yeah i don't know it's still a good game but i just i i might not finish it or it might be a thing where it's like a few months and then i come back to it and finish it like i did with red dead um i didn't watch anything but have you seen this trailer for or have you heard of wrinkles the clown I you heard, heard about it. You, I heard, have yeah. you heard about the person or just this trailer? I heard or? about I heard about both, but I haven't watched the trailer. Do you know much about either? I know that he's an old guy who dresses up as a clown yes. and gets hired to scare people. Yeah, so like in 2015 or so, this guy, he's like a 65-ish year old guy mm-hmm. from like New England. And he was like retired in Florida, but he didn't want to live the ordinary retired life. So he was like a clown, but he's like, I don't really like being a normal clown, so I'm just going to start being like a creepy clown. So yeah. I think he's got to start the creepy clown thing. But it this is like the trailer for this is really interesting because I'm not sure exactly what it is. It's pr- The trailer probably is going to end up being better than the movie. Okay. It might be one of those situations, but the, the trailer is like very unsettling. Like, it's like a documentary, but you also don't know if it's like part of it's like fiction. It'd be kind of cool if they did like a, a mockumentary of it where they oh, like yeah. kind of start from this point, but then this guy's actually like kind of a weird, kind of crazy killer. They just guy. like make a movie based on. Yeah, the there is a shot in the trailer where it's like this. I don't know if it's like real or if it was just made for this movie, but it's like it's literally like a person sleeping in their bed and he like crawls out from under their bed at night and it is. I was like sh- very <laughs> shaken by this trailer. It was disturbing. Right? I recommend watching it online. Like but this guy in real life is like he um he he obviously gets a lot of phone calls every day mm. now. He only takes um like the serious like looking for serious clients. Sure. Not like the pranksters who are like, "Oh, why don't you come to like people send him really weird things like help me bury a dead body he's like no yeah he's actually course. like a very like i mean you have to be a little insane to do something like this i think but he's very much like this is for the the fun of it yeah like he's not this like is actually, an entertainment thing like not, yeah. he's like i don't actually want to do like he's not a criminal no like he and he wants no part of anything 
really that shady like that. So still weird. I recommend this is should be on your radar. I'm, it's right. on my radar, I'll, I guess. I'll take a look at you have it. To take, maybe we'll watch it once we once we yeah cut off here. But uh, I think that's all I have for this week, Holman. You got anything for this week? Huh? Uh, <laughs> oh, I uh, this this could have gone here in Tom's, I guess. But have you? Have you ever watched Between Two Ferns? Yeah. Uh, they're making the, a movie. They released a trailer for the movie. Yeah. yeah. I heard about it. I haven't seen it. It's coming out on Netflix at the end of the month. Uh, the movie is. All right. And so I'm pretty excited for it. But the trailer looks pretty funny. It looks like it's essentially going to be a lot of interviews, but it's going to be tied together by a loose story, and I'm kind of excited for it. Because I think the show is very funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got, Jimmy. That's what are we doing next week? Oh, that's a good point, Holden. So we came up with this idea. We will probably watch something or do we'll something. Watch, well, it's kind of a gap week in terms of releases, yeah. so we'll watch. We're, we're probably not going to see Hustlers. No. The Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lopez. And Cardi B. And Cardi B stripper pole dancer movie where they you know scam wall street guys probably gonna skip that one yeah it's not in favor for a gap week but we're thinking about something new um if you give us a review on where you listen to us on for podcasts give us a five-star review say what you like about the show and then at the end say wouldn't it be great if they reviewed so-and-so movie and maybe we'll do that and we'll do it we'll do it we will do it yeah, we will do it. Well, or and if there's multiple people, we'll put it in like in a queue, you know. Or if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, you can do or, it that way too. Yes. Or if you do the Patreon, let's say you already written written a review, mm-hmm. you can't do another one for some reason. Uh, you can go to Patreon, you know, a buck. You can do it for one month, you know. Mm-hmm. You can even cancel after that. I mean, you can continue going because you love us. And you want to yeah, support us. Great, Thank you very you know? much. <laughs> Um, but that's another way to do it and just like post a comment there or we'll hook you up with an email. Like if we see a new, we have a new Patreon, we'll figure out a way for you to recommend something to us. So that's kind of an idea. We're going to see. We're going to play with it. We're going to play with it. We're going to, you know, you know, do that. And if you don't do it, we'll hire Wrinkles the Clown. Oh, we sure will. And he'll scare you. He'll be under I know bed. a couple of you listeners are afraid of some clowns. Yeah. Huh? Who is that? Do you have anyone in mind when you say I that? I bet Emily Warden's afraid of clowns. Oh, Emily Warden. She wanted Shame on you. Shout out. Shout out to Emily Warden. Scared of clowns. Shame on you. She's a patron. Oh, yeah. You're she right. gets to recommend a movie now. Ooh. Dang. Well, yeah. Recommend movies. We'll look at the recommendations and we'll go through them and hopefully we don't get an overwhelming amount and we can actually work through them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Love you. Adios, pantalones. (laughs) (laughs) That's my new new catchphrase. We're now calling you guys the pantalones. Yeah. Hasta luego, pantalones. (laughs)